Hey guys, welcome to the Restless Podcast. I'm your host, Elia Sparza. I'm a recording artist, songwriter, content creator, and just another 20-something trying to figure it all out. We'll be sharing the stories of creatives, entrepreneurs, and young successful people on how they got to where they are and the risks they took to get there. I'm recording this at the wonderful Beacon Hill Recording Studios. And if you're interested in keeping up with us day to day, you can follow us on our social media at Restless Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends about us, and rate us. Let's get on with the show. Happy New Year, y'all. I am so happy to be back and ready for the new year. We have a lot of exciting things happening, and I would like to start off by saying thank you to our listeners for supporting this podcast and to everyone who has given us feedback on the Restless Podcast. Creating this podcast has been so much fun, and we're happy to continue creating good content for you in 2020. Let's get on with the show. So today we have a wonderful and amazing boss babe, an entrepreneur, business owner of Gal Fashion, a fashionista, a jet setter, and an overall beautiful woman. She's known for her extravagant style events, her charities and work for the community, and she's the gal to know in El Paso. Her work ethic goes beyond limits. She's always looking for ways not only to entertain the city, but to give back to it. Unapologetic and aiming above and beyond, we have the beautiful Jaswina Legaspi. Oh, that was such a beautiful intro. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Well, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you. You're our first guest of 2020. Woo, that's exciting. So, yeah, we're starting off the year on a good note. Yes. Um, so let's jump into it. I really want to talk about how you started your business, Gal Fashion. Okay. Yeah. So that is such a long story. Do we have <laughs> enough time today? Yes, girl. <laughs> okay. So I originally started when I was 18 years old. I walked into a store that was known as Tresmer Posis. I don't know if you ever went to oh, Tres Mariposas. I heard about it. Yes. I walked in that store. I was just married. I went Christmas shopping. And the moment I walked into that store, it was like so high-end and elegant and glamorous and the salespeople were friendly and they were gift wrapping and they had high-end like expensive things and that was the moment that I knew oh my god this is what I want to do with my life with my career like it was like I'll never forget that instant moment where I was like this is this is it and so I started there on an internship. I ended up working there for seven years. And after seven years, you know, it was my time to blossom and do my own thing. I felt like I had done everything that I needed to do. I accomplished everything. I made it to the highest position I could. Um, I learned a lot from my mentor and my old boss, who I still really uh, look up to to this day. I, I really idolize her. And... So yeah, I left the store in 2015 and I went ahead to open Gal Fashion. Wow, that is insane. Mm -hmm. So what, I mean, what were the tools that you needed to know to open your own boutique? Okay. Well, first of all, when I first started, I had no experience. Uh, they didn't even want to hire me because I didn't have any experience. I didn't go to school. I never had a job. I had no customer service skills. I was like totally green, like oh greener gosh. than grass. Because you were 18 when you started there. Yeah. I got married in high school. Oh my God. And so when I left high school, I attempted to go to college, but that was a complete flop. I hated sitting in class because I was like, when am I ever going to use this in my life? You know, what is <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. Why is all my student loans and livelihood going to this boringness? So I, I, 
I quit school and that's when I walked into the store and that's when I said, this is going to be my school. I'm going to invest in this and give it my everything. And yeah, I learned everything like the back of my hand and I was able to do my own business. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how long has Gal Fashion been open? Gal Fashion will be four years old on February 6th of 2020. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. My baby. Yes, it's your baby. (laughs) So, I mean, having your own business, like starting it and investing everything you are into that, like tell us a little bit about that journey you've had in the past four years. Well, luckily, because my ex and I, we already had, we started startups together. We had a party hall business. We were the first people to start the blow dry bar. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yes. So we ended up doing... All of that together, we started one party hall, then two, then three, then one blow dry bar, then two, then two, and then we <laughs> sold a franchise. So I wasn't completely oblivious to owning a business when I opened my store. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then you had some experience, some in experience that, yeah. in like employment, hiring, the rules. Not a hundred percent like now because I'm the sole owner of Gal Fashion, mm-hmm. but I, I had an idea of kind of sorta, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what have been some of the biggest struggles that you've faced in owning your own business? Gosh, girl, everything's a struggle. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, probably some of the biggest struggles is consistency. Like you always have to be relevant. You can't just, once you become successful, you can't just rely on that to continue happening. No, you have to always be innovative and creative and always have to continue getting the ball rolling. And I think mm-hmm. that's for any career. Like you have to keep changing it up or else you die off. Yeah, you stay the same. Mm-hmm. So with Gal Fashion, what is something that you feel sets you apart from other boutiques or other Mm -hmm. businesses? Well, I know that one of the biggest things that I always tell my employees and my staff is friends first, customers second. I don't believe in you walking into a store and buying something and leaving. Like that's what a clerk does. That's what you go to the mall for. Mm -hmm. Here it's an experience. When you come in, from the moment you walk in, everything is immaculate. I mean, it's clean, the smell, the clothes. I mean, I I pick everything specifically for my customers. I try to go find the most unique brands, the most innovative styles, things from all over the world. Um, Not only that, but my employees are trained that we want to build friends and make relationships. It's not like, oh, Elia, I need to make my goal of 2000 today. So can you come buy something? No, it's like, Elia, how are you? Happy New Year. We should go have lunch. And then we build trust. We build a friendship. And then you trust me and I'm going to dress you for the rest of my life. That's what I believe in, in friendship. You know, mm-hmm. not, and I think that's what sets us apart because we're not, we're not on commission. We're not trying to, when you do things out of integrity and ethics, the money comes. Mm. I love that. I love that. And I feel like a lot of people, I mean, I've gone to your store and it's, it is an experience, like you said, and not, there's not a lot of stores like that, especially here in El Paso. Um, there's not a lot of stores like that, like in, in the general, United, in general, yeah, that's people true. are, you know, I've heard horror stories when you go into department stores and they're just trained, like, you're a number. Like, I need to make my numbers. And here it's like, no, you're a person. Like, I care about you. I care about your family. I care about your, how you're doing. Like, that's what we cultivate on is family and relationships. Yes. So what would you say is something that, you know, the average person who isn't a business owner or doesn't know much about owning, especially a boutique, um, is, like, what would you say they don't know, like that the public would never know that all the things that go on in running Gal Fashion? 
I think that people, there's a misconception that like it's all glam and it's so easy, but I mean, Regina's here and I think she knows that we're always being innovative. We're always having meetings. We're always trying to come up with, okay, what are we going to do for the story today? How can we all creatively as a group get retention, get people back, have events, give back to charity? Like we're always doing something. It's not like we stand around and wait for people to come in. No, it's a destination store. Like you literally have to go out of your way to drive, to park there, to come inside and then when you do it's like there's so much that goes into what we do really it's yeah. not like just selling clothes which i'm sure people think oh how this easy is this a story no yeah. it's yeah. like the marketing the accounting the you know the relationships the training the sales training i mean we all are experts on product knowledge we all know where the brands come from how they're made the quality the clothes the fit like when you come in you know you're going to leave looking like a badass. <laughs> you <laughs> That's are. That's true. Yeah. It's true. That's true. I think I've even had people say, oh, I know she's wearing gal fashion because like either they saw it on Instagram or they could just see the way it's put together. And that's what we do. Yeah. So let's dive into a little bit like what charities you're involved with and how you've used gal to give back. Mm-hmm. So after a while, I just realized, you know, I had this... L- eye-opening epiphany moment (laughs) where I realized, what am I doing with my life? You know, like, yes, I have a store. Yes, fashion's cool. But there's so much more than that. And I think when we went to brunch recently with the Boss Babes, I talked about how I just want to use my influence and my platform to give back. And isn't it awesome to be able to cultivate new clients and make people feel special, but also by doing charitable things? So recently I did a luncheon that was a fashion show, but it was featuring women who have cancer. So they got to feel special. They got to feel beautiful. We did an entire luncheon for them, but we married the business too. So everyone won. It's like, you know, you raise up funds and monies to give back to the community in, and you're also, you know, putting yourself out there in a marketing sense. So anything I put my name on going forward or any events or charities or anything, it has to be something good for the community. Mm-hmm. That That's my passion. My goal this year is to do to join four nonprofits. Another thing we did in the holidays was I just felt like, oh, you know what? We, we, we're so blessed. We need to like give back. Like we're blessed to be blessings. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to a couple charities. I found one in particular that I liked, which was Movies for Kids. And we were able to raise up, gosh, more than $10,000 worth of gifts for foster wow. kids. So wow. it was like... It, it's just amazing an experience like what you can do when you have a business. Like why not use it? to help others as well. Of course, especially because, and this kind of leads into my next question, and I think you kind of mentioned this during our little brunch last week. <laughs> um, so people might have a different perspective of you than what you really are. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, fully I did are say in person. Brunch. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that there's a huge misconception that just because I uh, dress up and I get my hair done and my makeup done, like, that's all... It's part of the image in a sense of like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to sell clothes, so I'm always going to look good because I want you to buy the clothes. But at the same time, that's not really who I am. I think you've gotten to know me. And I think that, yeah, I mean, Instagram shows what you want people to see. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, it looks like, oh, I'm in New York, but I'm working my ass off in New York. I'm not like taking pictures in. No, I'm like, literally, (laughs) can we just take a picture that way? Like, of course, for content. content. Yeah. It's only for content. (laughs) It's only for content. Right. This is all for content, right? Yes. You know? But, um, no, yeah, and it's unfortunate, but people can think what they think, and until they give me the opportunity to get to know me, I think that's when you really know. And that's a beautiful thing, because I think we all, 
you know, have judged a book by its cover and we all know what it feels like and it's unfair, but it is what it is. You know, it comes with the territory, I yeah, guess. Yeah, very true. What do you think is like the biggest misconception about you? I think that people think I'm stuck up. Like they see me from a distance and they think, I've heard that a lot, oh, I thought you were going to be mean. But once I actually talk to them, they're like, oh, you're not mean. But it's like, it, it's just, it's a misconception. It yeah. really is. Yeah. But I'm used to it and... I'm not mean, guys. <laughs> She's promise. really not. I'm actually <laughs> very funny and crazy. <laughs> she is. Yeah, and that's... It's a puro show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a persona. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, when I started first going to your events and working with you and things like that, people would always be like, oh, my gosh, like, how is she in real life? And mm -hmm. I was like, she's, like, really nice. Like, or people think I'm very intimidating because of the hair and the makeup, but it's like, I went to blow-dry bar, guys. Like, <laughs> I got my hair and makeup done every day for free, so it's kind of, like in my blood now you yeah know what like I mean? you're just like it's a part of me yeah part okay. of it yeah um going into which let's talk about your morning routine because Ooh, sometimes what? you're like up every like four in the morning like full yeah. glam and I'm like what is she doing yeah let's talk about your morning routine um well it just depends on what's going on that week okay so a typical week like this like this uh, this isn't a typical week because I'm moving, so it's a crazy week. Oh, man. Uh -huh. But I would say typical week, I like to wake up very early. I like to pray. I like to meditate. I like to work out. Sometimes Lizzie, I'm sorry. Sometimes. <laughs> Maybe three times a I've week. I've seen you at the gym. Yeah, I've seen yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You've seen me, girl. Yeah. Probably once or twice, but yeah. you've seen me. Um, I do like, when I work out, I feel like it gets your day started like with energy and positivity. So I like that. And then I'm always at the store at 9.30. I have a morning meeting with my staff every day at 9.30. Okay. And then I work all day and then I go home and I go to sleep. What time do you go to bed? Um, I like to go to bed at 8. 8 p.m. Yeah. Wow. But then I get those moments where I overanalyze things and then like I'll toss and turn and wake up at 2 in the morning and take notes. I'm that girl that wakes up in the middle of the night and like starts like, taking notes because you have ideas of whatever yeah, or dreams isn't oh, that weird yeah, like I'll yeah. get um, and then it leads to one thing to another and by the time I know it it's 6 a.m and it's time to get up and it's like oh oh well <laughs> but I have great ideas yeah well that's good <laughs> do you feel like you have a healthy work balance work-life balance no uh I'm that's what I'm working on though for 2020 yeah. I think that all my life all I've ever cared about was my career and my job more than my actual self. Mm -hmm. And now I think it's time to care more about Jasuina versus gal fashion. Yeah, definitely. So what do you feel? What are the biggest changes you want to make to that? Um, I think that I would always feel like I need to be at the store. I need to be at the store. Without me, it's not it's not what it is, you know, mm -hmm. but because I am the store, but now I want to kind of separate identities and just, you know, be just Suina and gal fashion and be able to be like, it's okay to take the day off. It's okay to go on vacation. It's okay to step out, like just to take care of myself more because then, yeah, for a while, I mean, I got overly worked and when you're under a lot of pressure and overworked, it, it does not end well. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know at one point you were doing a lot of events. You were uh -huh. doing the gal brunches. Oh, yes. You were doing I was fashion crazy. shows. Everything. You were doing trunk shows. And I was like, I boom, can't boom. keep up. Mm -hmm. I can't keep <laughs> up with all of the events. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people tell me that as well. They'll be like, you're doing, you do so much. How do yeah. you do it all? Uh -huh. And I'm like, I don't know. I just do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what kind of approach you take to that. You just take on a lot. You like to focus on one thing at a time. What is kind of your approach for productivity? Well, during that time period, I overdid it. I was mm. kind of using like all of my 
pain to fuel my career. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like kind of like I had so much going on that I'm like, I'm going to use all this energy and like do events and distract myself and try to like just be busy, be busy. Mm. And then I got burnt, overburnt from being too busy. And so now I realize like I learned a lot. I don't regret it. I met a lot of cool people, made a lot of good relationships. But going forward, I'm not going to focus on anything that is not involved with either charity or the store. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're not overdoing yourself and exceeding. Yeah, it's about balance, like you said. Like there has to be a balance in life, you know? Yeah. Now you just mentioned you were going through pain. What were you going through? Um, Two years ago, I got a divorce. And I mean, I'm 29 now. So I got married when I was 18. You know, I was married for 10 years. I had my own... I was involved in owning a business and having a really big career at a very young age. So for me, my life is a lot it's almost like it was backwards, you know, Mm -hmm. like all the things you, you want the big career, you want the marriage, you want the house, you want all that. I did it at the beginning. And then when it ends, it's like starting over. So it's like, what is going on? (laughs) My life went backwards. Yeah. I didn't have the normal going to college and being in sororities and dating or anything. It was completely backwards. I was very all about my career at a young age. Which do you regret or you think Not that's at all. Good? Yeah. Not at all. Like, honestly, I love what I do. I Like, I have so much passion for what I do that, like, I could even cry right now. Like, yeah. I am obsessed. I think I have the best job in the world. I love that. I, I mean, do. I just love talking to people who love what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Because it never feels like, it doesn't feel you're like, like you're work. working. Like, people always ask me that. And I'm like, well, I'm at the studio and I'm making videos and I'm producing content and podcast and, and it's not work it's it's fun it's so much fun it's creative so. it's like yeah you're using all your energy and how do you feel like the evolution of the style of gal mm-hmm. is has it always been kind of the same does it reflect your personal style or how do you take that on so at the beginning I think I tried to try everything I tried men's I tried plus size I tried shoes I tried handbags I tried designer I tried lower price points I tried it all and I've come to realize that I have a niche and it is the contemporary market and that's what I'm good at and that's what works so kind of like really immersing myself in the contemporary market and perfecting it is my goal Mm. I love that, that you like just tried it all and then I tried it, it all. Yeah. Now I know what works and now I'm going to dig into what works and make it better. So what would you say to someone who's looking to start a boutique, a fashion boutique in this era, in this time? Get a good accountant and get a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's the truth. Yeah. Do you, Would you say it's, is it too late to start or is it? I think that you, I, I've seen in my 11 years in this career, a lot of people, they see me or they see other store owners and they're like, oh, selling clothes, so easy. And then they jump in and do it, but they don't realize, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. It's accounting, it's marketing, it's um, employees, sales training, styling. Like you have to have a good eye. You have to know what's good quality. Like you can't just do it. You can't just do it. I mean, you can try. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be there. But, (laughs) but when I see stores open and close and I'm like, yeah, because like, it's not, it's almost like you, I, maybe I secretly want to be a singer. That doesn't mean I have a good voice. That doesn't give me the gift and talent to do it. You Mm -hmm. know, you like, you have to have like the, like what I just said right now, like I love my job so much with passion. I could cry. Like, I think that you need to be like that in any 
job career choice. You love your job so much that it just makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't just open up businesses because you're bored. Yeah. Do it because you love it and because you want to help people. I feel like if you don't love something, it's co- very obvious. Like very oh, obviously. Totally. Like whatever career or business or whatever it is, like it's very obvious because then you you don't even want to show up to your own mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> Um, okay, great. So I'm so glad like we, you took us through that because I didn't know a lot of that. And especially because I'm sure the struggle is real, especially in retail. Do you feel like it's, it's sorry to cut you. No, go ahead. The struggle is real in retail because we've evolved in a retail world now where back then when I first started, there was only Tres Mariposas. There was no online stores. There was Mm -hmm. no Revolve clothing. There was no, there was none of that. It was, we had so many boutiques. I don't know if you remember like Lucas 7, Max Mina, Trend Society. Like there was a bunch of like little boutiques back in the day because there was no competition or online shopping. Mm -hmm. Now fast forward, it's like at a blink of an eye on Instagram, they're stalking you. They're like showing you pictures. Every day. Influencers (laughs) are wearing this and that. Then you get stalked on Facebook and it's like, hey, do you want this? 25% off. So now my job is so much harder, like to be competitive and to stay ahead of the curve. Like I have to do more research and stuff because now a customer can come in, learn all my brands, learn their size and just buy it online cheaper. Mm. That's scary. Yeah, that's really scary. Yeah. Especially because... You trained the customer, taught them about style and now they're buying it from someone else. For cheaper. For cheaper. But not necessarily better quality. So my angle with that is I just have to really dig deeper and find things that you can't buy online. So I went to market in Dallas, I don't remember, like six months ago, and I found a bunch of stuff from Italy, from Brazil, from Paris, stuff that's not sold online. Mm. And I brought it to the store and it all sold out. And you know why? Because people are like, wow, you can't find this anywhere. It's like, it's like a people love that. It's like gold. They it's want like, that feeling. They, yeah. Everybody wants to be unique and have something that no one else has. Yeah. I do. Yeah. All of us do. In mm-hmm. every sense of especially if it's like this store only sells three shirts, small, medium and large, you're like, I gotta get it now. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> or have you ever been to a store and they're like, Well, this is the only one? Like and you're like, I gotta have yeah. it. <laughs> you know, like that is mine. Yeah. So yeah. that that's basically what I'm trying to do now is just find things that you can't find everywhere. Yeah. And it makes it more special. It does. That's what specialty stores are about. Yeah. Um, what would you say are like some fashion trends that we're going to see in 2020? So the fashion trends are going to another, I mean, this always happens because I get to see everything a year in advance yeah. or a year and a half in advance. So when I see it, I'm like, really? And then <laughs> when it actually hits, it's like, really? (laughs) So right now it's all about like the little baby doll dresses. And for 2020, you're going to see like the more bohemian long sleeve maxi dresses, gowns during the daytime, very flowy, no more tight, no more short, very bohemian metallics. Um, I don't know if you saw the Golden Globes, but it Mm -hmm. completely showed, yeah, what are the trends? It's like very loose, very Rachel Zoe. Okay. You know, very boho chic. All of that. Are you into that? Um, no, but that's the cool thing about fashion is like y- you kind of you make it cool and then and then you get into it and then you understand like it. Like you find your own way to, do to it. be part of mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. 
and then okay so i feel like you're a super classy woman oh thank you you're always dressed to the nines you always i mean you're just class right (laughs) so what are some tips that you would say like are no-nos like three absolute like no-nos if you're trying to keep a classy look that are no-nos yeah like do not do this (laughs) dang elia i know (laughs) you stumped me uh I just feel like we're in an era right now where we're almost going backwards in the ladylike 60s kind of trend to where everybody is now going towards wearing midi or long dresses. Like no longer is it in style to wear short mini mm. skirt, mini skirts, anything short. Like it's not it's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. just make it stop everyone like it, it's done <laughs> yeah even like no matter how sexy your legs are or anything like it's about that tailored classy look now yeah which I is interesting with the midi skirts that everyone was wearing this past year uh-huh the pleated midi skirts now this year it's all about like the maxi and the gown so it's about being a little more conservative which is interesting yeah that mm-hmm. is interesting mm-hmm. and what's your favorite like who's your favorite designer Ooh, valentino Ooh. How come? So elegant, classic, timeless, romantic, chic. Like you can buy a Valentino and it'll be in your closet until you're 80. And it'll always just be... Valentino. Yeah. <laughs> it's Valentino. Like it's it never goes out of style. It's timeless. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. So now let's talk about Uh-oh. what is... <laughs> Let's talk about what is going to happen for you in 2020. Like, what projects do you have coming up? What are your goals? Since this is the first episode of 2020 and I've been on this whole, like, you know, resolution thing or just making sure, like, each month, each moment is memorable. Like, what are some of your goals? Goals. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of goals. But one of my main goals is to really work on myself. And I mean it this time. Like, really giving myself permission to just not put so much on my plate. Like I don't need to do that anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's time to just really focus on growing as a better person, on being more mature and on really just not being so business Jasuina, but being more working on personal Jasuina. So Mm -hmm. working on myself. Number two, I really want to take the store to the next level. Like I said, the whole retail part, like it's getting harder and harder. So this time, you know, I feel like I've gotten a little more stern, stricter, but it's all for the best. It's tough love and I'm doing it because I want to grow. I'm not no longer going to settle for anything less than excellence. Mm. And the last thing is I really want to go towards philanthropy because honestly doing the two charity events that I did in the fall made me so happy and so fulfilled but it helped others at the same time. So that is the future for me. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Just taking your store and your career and yourself to the next level. That's yes. amazing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. Well, before you go, pimp yourself out. Let us know where we can find you. Okay. Where we can follow Gal Fashion. You can find me on 5816 North Mesa, the shops on Mesa, suite 114, 5, and 6. We're three suites, and the last one, it's now Tesori, which is a gift shop. Where we have crystal, frames, um, perfumes, just a totally new little boutique inside of my boutique. And yeah, it's in the west side of El Paso. And we can follow you on Instagram? Yes, you can follow us on at Gal Fashion or you can follow me at at Jaswina.Lagaspi. You definitely have to follow her, guys, because she has 
literally the best outfits if you ever Hi, need something. You. Do you have an online store? I don't. She doesn't have an online store. I'm against the online world. Oh. <laughs> They're my arch nemesis. Okay, okay. I'm not going to fall into their trap. Okay, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. I love that, though. Really sticking to mm-hmm. what I believe in yeah. and what I do. Because wow. you can either like falter to them or you can go against them. That's so true. Well, if you, whoever is listening to this, if you're in El Paso, then you are in full access of gal fashion. And if you're not, you're going to have to fly here and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you pictures through yeah. DMs. Yes. <laughs> well, she posts a lot of things online, obviously, and mm-hmm. um, you can definitely follow her and check out. I know you're doing a lot of content on YouTube as well, correct? Yes. The vlog will be launching in February. And the vlog, so I'll plug in. Yeah. <laughs> it's called please. Who's That Gal? And literally for the past six months, I have been filming everything behind the scenes. You will see me cry. You will see me laugh. <laughs> you will see me date. You will see events. You will see anything and everything that happened behind the scenes. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Wait a second. Everything. You're telling me Tony, <laughs> the videographer, yes, went with you on dates? <laughs> <laughs> Webcam. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> you are lying. You pour a webcam on dates? Uh, no, no, no. Oh no. my gosh. I was like, that's genius. <laughs> Tony, season two. That's a great idea. Season two. Season two, webcam. Oh my gosh. But actually, we have footage from four years ago. So what's cool is you're going to see where I started, how I started up until now. Wow. Yeah. It's intense. So you've been I'm filming- putting myself out there. Well, I think that's really good because I think, like we were talking about, of like people might have a certain misconception. Pers- yeah, but now they're gonna see the real you. Good luck. The real. Just good luck, America. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh my gosh! I was like, wow, she filmed her dates. We filmed everything. Yeah. Wow. It, it's, yeah. Some stuff is gonna come out that. I thought to myself, like, is this smart of me? But Tony's like, people are going to criticize you no matter what. So you might as well just put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. That's what I tell people all the time that are like, I want to be a singer. I want to be an artist. I want to be whatever. And I'm like, you just have to do it and not really care about yeah what people think because they're going to tell you. <laughs> Regardless. Yeah. They're going to be like, well, why don't you do something mm-hmm. if you, you know. So I think, I think that's awesome, honestly, because I think people respond to the realness oh it's real you know like i want to see the realness i don't want to see i mean it's nice to see the nice curated videos and everything of course but it's also nice to just see like no this is the hard work i put in to make it happen i will tell you that there's two episodes where i have a a nervous breakdown wow yeah like going back it's like (laughs) going back it's like man six months ago i was in a you know, but to be able to look back and be like, oh, you, you can overcome anything. Yeah. Like at that moment, you might feel like on the floor, but you really can surpass all of that. Yeah. And I think that's cool, especially to have that on video, because I mean, last month I had a breakdown with here at the studio <laughs> with Orlando and, <laughs> and then you like forget about that happens. And when another breakdown happens, you're like, eh. well, yeah, oh, this is not, this is nothing. I got this. I got this. Or you can watch back and just be like. I'm not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. So make sure to just to subscribe to Gal Fashion. Gal Fashion. On YouTube. On YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be in February. Yeah. 
because we're still editing. Because okay. it's a lot of content. Yeah. Like, you got to make – and like Tony says, you got to put the most important parts, not like all the boring stuff. So yeah. So it has to be perfect. Like the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Keeping up with Jasuina. Literally, <laughs> when we filmed the day of the charity event, he filmed for three hours. It was a two-minute video. That's all we could do. Filming is – it's, oh it's a beast. Gosh. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Mm-hmm. I should interview Tony. He's a videographer. You should. I should. He sees it all because when I'm wearing a mic, you know how they do like bloopers and you're mm-hmm. wearing a mic and you forget it's on? You you can say some pre- <laughs> like, oh, I forgot I was you're wearing like, a I mic. I shouldn't ruin my career yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Tony knows all behind the scenes. So Tony should be on the show wow. for sure. I'll ask him all the questions about you and Frank Ray. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because we had because he has on. to watch it all. I mean, after you film it, you forget what you even filmed. Yeah, but he has to watch everything. Wow, and he gets to decide. He's the producer. He gets to decide what's going to be impactful, what's not. Dang. And of course, he puts all the tears out into the of universe. Of course, because yeah. that's what people want to see. Yeah. Anything <laughs> really bad or sad, people are going to see that. Yeah. Put it in. <laughs> Put it in. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for 2020, for all the things you have in store for yourself, in your career, and your thank store, you. and uh, gal fashion. Yay. So thank you so much for being on the Restless Podcast, and stay restless, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Restless Podcast. Until the next episode, stay motivated, stay hungry, and stay restless.